0: Hi and welcome to my podcast, Torah Psych One Hundred and One. Where if you love Torah and you love psychology, this is the podcast you have been waiting for. I am your host, Dr. Jonathan Lassen. Let's get right into it. I'm sure many of us have been inundated with matching campaigns for shuls, for different mostos, for different institutions around town and out of town. And we get calls all the time from our friends that they're is having something and they have these donors that are willing to match. And it sounds interesting that this is a, has become the way of, of charity giving. And this is the way that organizations are raising money and they're doing it quite successfully. And the reason why I bring this up in the context of the Parsha is we find that the Niseum tried doing something else very similar, which was a matching campaign. At the Niseum, they were actually punished um, for delaying with giving their gifts, and the punishment was that they lost the letter Yud, which we'll get to in a second. But if you think about it, it sounds like a pretty good deal, that it's a guarantee that we're going to raise all the money for a shul or for yeshiva, for a school, for a mikveh. whatever you are trying to raise the money for, if you know that it's going to be guaranteed, but you just have to do a little work behind the scenes and try to get some more people to donate, that's what it's all about. And when I help raise money for my child's school, it's all about getting these little donors. And I'm always very encouraged when I see little kids giving $5 and $10 and even $1 from like a five-year-old who wants to give a dollar. It's really amazing when a lot of people want to give. So what did the Nisim do that was so wrong? So the Nisim basically were making calculations. They were making a cheshbonos. And what the Torah is trying to teach us is that we're not in the business of making bonus. We're supposed to just do because that's what Hashem wants us to do. And that's why, as we said in last week's podcast, that Bitzalel is traced back to LeMati Yehuda. And what was the interesting aspect of Mate Yehuda? We know that Mata Yehuda, when it came time to go into the uh, to the Amsof the Mata Yehuda didn't think they didn't make any cheshbonos; they just went to the went into and jumped into the sea, whether it made sense or not. And that is the special reward, according to the Novamitzker Rebbe. He says that the reward that the Bnei Yisrael got was really given to B'tzalel, but it was, in a sense, a lesson to all of Kla Yisrael. That B'tzalel was given the reward of having chachma, That he had the chachma because Bnei Yisrael took away their Chachmah because logic would dictate to them that jumping into the sea was a death sentence, but they went beyond their logic. They put their brains aside and went with what their heart told them to do, and that was to go into the Amtsov, even if it meant perishing. And because of that, Bitzala was blessed with the gift of Chachma. And the Meshe Chachma, he talks about this whole idea about how the Nesim were missing the letter Yud. And he brings down that Shlomo HaMelech says in Kohelis that also ha'elokim es Adam yoshar Hema bikshu cheshbonos Rabin. The Kodesh made man straight, but they sought many questions, they had many cheshbonas, and the letter Yud that the Nasim lost from their title is referring to Yashras. The letter Yud stands for Yashar, which is straight, upright, and that is what we have to be as Jewish people, as members of the tribe of Yehuda, we are usually referred to as Yehudim, as Jews. And that is the mida of putting your mind aside, putting your intellect aside and going with what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. And that's a very difficult thing for us as generally intelligent human beings. We like to use Chachma. We like to use Chachma to try to figure out how to avert certain controversies and how to avoid certain things. And there is a place for Chachma. Obviously, need the chachma in order to build the the, uh, the base of the and to build the mishkan and that's that's it has its place and sometimes using chachma to help a person out with their struggles that takes a little bit of emotional chachma or EQ emotional intelligence and there is a place for all sorts of intelligence we know that Gardner Howard Gardner came up with eight different types of intelligence that people might have. There's kinesthetic intelligence, there's intrapersonal, interpersonal, and others that have been developed since Gardner's theory. And that's what we have to understand that there are different types of intelligence, but that emotional intelligence kind of some, it, it will defy the common way that we think of intelligence being that of an IQ score. So you don't necessarily have to have 140 IQ to be a very smart person. You can have street smart, you can have smarts in the way of interior design or architecture, and that's it's another level of intelligence. But when you use your intellect to try to make a of how to get out of things, that's when a Kodesh Baruch Hu tells you, no, that's that's not the way that Jews work. And the right way to do it, the yasharist way, to do it with yashar, to upright, the upright way which was lost within the Siyam, is to do it without thinking. Sometimes you have to Put your mind aside and just do it because that's the Ratzon HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I am Dr. Jonathan Lassen, a therapist, educator, and lifelong learner. I'd love to hear your comments, thoughts, and suggestions by emailing me at jonathanlassen2018 at gmail.com. That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-L-A-S-S-O-N-2018 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you and learning from you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and are psyched for our next Torah Psych Podcast.